Welcome into the Triple Play Fantasy Football Show. Hit that intro. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome in to another episode of the Triple Play Fantasy Football Show, a proud member of Fantasy Points and the Fantasy Points Media Group. Make sure you guys check out fantasypoints.com. It's that time of the season. It is fantasy playoffs times. And if you are still playing at this point in the season and you have not used this offer using code TRIPLEPLAY22 on their website, 10% off, you get access to all the great tools over on fantasypoints.com. I'm talking DFS stuff. I'm talking rankings. I'm talking the stats you can't find just on Twitter with some of the best out there in the game analyzing football over at Fantasy Points. So again, Triple Play 22 gets you 10% off the rest of the season there. So if you're still playing and you want that edge over your league mates, go ahead and check them out. I promise you, you will not regret that. Tonight, you are back with us. Semifinals. Of course, the Bradster Damas is here. No Doc, no Johnny Foosball. We have a special guest I will introduce in a second. Bradster Damas, me and you are both no longer part of the Scott Fishbowl. Uh, very sad that we couldn't take anybody from the show into the semis, but uh, good season nonetheless. Yeah. We got knocked out of the semis, and my Washington Commanders got robbed. So it was just a bad it weekend did. altogether. It was. How? What was your cutoff? How far were you off the cutoff for the Scott Fishbowl? I I didn't even look to be honest. I knew I was at like seven hundred something going into the week, and then my whole entire team just pooped the bed. I had like a, I think a hundred points total this week, so. I knew there was no chance. I didn't even look it up. I just, it, it was bad. The QB injuries caught up for sure. Uh, yeah, I, had a, I had a great regular season. I was inside the top 200 and there's 3000 people that compete. And then the playoffs, my team stunk every week of the playoffs, but my high scoring average from the season kept me basically until the last round and started out with Patrick Mahomes and Kirk Cousins and Jalen Waddle. And these guys, I'm like, oh, I'm definitely getting in the top 500. And then, sure enough, you got Deonta Foreman, Poop the Bed, Darius Slayton, cost me $10,000 and Poop the Bed for my Scott Fishbowl team. It was miserable regardless. Uh, but Jacob Dunn of Triple Play will be going to the semifinals, so make sure you Jacob. guys check him out. He was, I think, in the top five this past week. He's trying to bring home the title for us, so make sure you guys follow we'll him it. if you aren't already at Ain't Done Yet, D-U-N-N-E. Our special guest tonight, if you're watching on video, I've waited long enough to introduce this man. You've definitely seen him in the fantasy baseball world, but my man is making waves also in the fantasy football space. He is the co-owner of Gaining the Edge, which is fantasy football and fantasy baseball, where they give you all the nicks and knacks of each one of those fantasy sports. He's also a fantasy football and baseball analyst for The Athletic. He's host of the Bases Loaded Pod, an FSWA award finalist, and loser of 60 pounds and counting. He is the one and only Mike Curlin. What's up, man? You could have just ended at loser, and people would have probably agreed <laughs> and understood. 
I appreciate it, man. Yeah, uh, fantasy football. I know what I'm talking about once in a while. I just don't have that type of. Uh, we talked about it a little bit. I'm trying to make get in there a little bit, you know, and that's why I do it on the YouTube now. The gaining the edge YouTube has kind of become my new pet project to kind of bridge that gap into the fantasy football world. So if that's in, what you're interested in, check that out. I have a new video dropping it in about an hour. Actually, why don't you tell us really quick about gaining the edge a little bit? Who's involved? What you guys do? Just for people that have never heard of it, that can make sure they can check it out. Well, to be completely honest, it is very fantasy baseball focused right now. Um, I am going to push for fantasy football content starting next year, though. It invo involves me, Bubba, which is BDentric on Twitter, SP Streamer, a.k.a. Michael Simeone, the man who likes to pee in pools, and then uh, George Montanez. <laughs> <laughs> George, George and I go, he's been my best friend since we started this. We started everything together, bases loaded. He's a guy that actually likes dynasty football side of things. And we have a, we actually have a Discord. It's a Patreon, patreon.com slash GTE Fantasy, letters GTE. For gaining the edge obviously and uh george and i we hop into the chat we have a discord that, and again fantasy baseball is the focus but we have fantasy football talk going on in there as well so it's been a lot of fun it's been a nice uh it's been a nice little thing we just started doing a couple months back kind of finally bringing it bringing all the forces together after all these years of always you know you meet these people we hang out we talk and mm -hmm. it just finally worked out into a partnership i love it yeah it's it's great people i know I got a lot of them. Might people for football might not know all the uh, guys that Mike just said, yeah. but they're great in the fantasy baseball space, and they're going over to the fantasy football side too. So if their analysis is as good for fantasy baseball, you will definitely love it for fantasy football. I can promise you that. We are bringing it's Mike on tonight. Baseball season. It is. Yeah, I mean, you got to get in early. It never sleeps. Uh, we are bringing Mike on tonight for some football talk. So Mike, we always start out each week talking about our wow moment, and that being from like the previous week. So wow moment from week fifteen. There's so many different directions. It could be fantasy related. It could be real life related. What is the wow moment for you from week 15? Well, there's two that come to mind. So I'm going to take two of them. So sorry, guys. But I got it. Well, it's just it, they're the instant wow moments. First, you know what? I'll take one because the other one hurt as a Dolphins fan. So you can talk about Josh Allen if you want to. But Justin Fields is just incredible as an athlete. Yeah, the, I think the, I think the quarterback side things will come so, sooner than later for him. I do because you see the big playability, you see the big arm. He has the potential to be a good quarterback. But what he does every week, week in, week out, with those legs and the playmaking mm -hmm. ability, it's it makes you stop what you're doing, go look up the video to watch the highlight if you didn't watch it live. Not mm -hmm. many players offer that, and that's why the other guy was I mentioned he who should not be named over there in Buffalo because uh, he did it to Miami, and that's just aggravating as a Miami Dolphins fan. But this is the first year I've had hope in years as a fan, so can't get too mad, I guess. Dolphins have been on fire, so I, I definitely I can understand the frustration. But uh, let's answer Marcus's question real quick. Uh, he said he lost Jalen Hurts, and he's got Brady, Goff, Purdy, and Minshew as available options. Mike, where would you go in this situation? Uh, I, I mean, it, losing Jalen Hurts at this point is just monumental in terms of the pain that you're going to feel in the semifinals. Who helps ease that pain? Oh, man, it really comes down to matchup here. So let me pull up the matchups for next week. Panthers feel Jared. like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You get Panthers for golf and then, but the Cardinals for the Bucks. I don't know. Brady, I think Brady, Brady, we saw him actually have a good game this week. I'm going to go Brady just because I think he's going to exploit the Cardinals defense quite a bit, a little bit more. But I also think he's going to try to make a statement because I think people are, he, he wants to shut everyone up. You know, Brady, if there's a competitor in this game, mm. it's Brady. And I think Brady has that. I think he just brings that this week. And I do like golf. I like both those guys. Those are the top two, really, pick your preference there. But Brady's where I'm going because I really do think he's going to make a point and a statement this week, or at least try to. The matchups, just for those that might not know the top of their head, Detroit is going to Carolina. So you get road Jared Goff, which is definitely 
not the same appeal as home Jared Goff. Yeah. In terms of the Bucks, they are going against, I believe, the Cardinals. Uh, I think yeah. they're going. They're also going to Arizona. So it's they're they're both away Aaron. teams, which I I do hate streaming away quarterbacks. But when you're talking about what Purdy and Minshew is, the other two guys, mm-hmm. I. I I think Purdy is like a decent high four play. Minshew is largely unproven, but we've seen, you know, we've seen flashes, but it's still more of a gimmick. It feels like than a, than something you should be doing over these names. That's why Brady's the one that sticks out to me this week. And good mention on the golf on the away thing because, uh, yeah, yeah, golf away from Detroit is a different, different. Purdy talk. at home I, against the Commanders, your Commanders, Brad, and then obviously <laughs> Minshew yeah. going in Airy World. Where are you going with this one? I actually lean Minshew. Um, the way I look at it is. Away golf. Um, that's that's not my favorite version of golf, even though he's had an incredible year. On top of that, they're probably going to have the lead in that game, so that's a very negative uh, passing script for that. Um, Purdy, I like, um, but if I'm going against Purdy and Minshew, really, it's Minshew's been in the in this system for two years mm-hmm. now. He's got better weapons and and um, AJ Brown and Devonta Smith. Um, Goddard might be back as well. He also has rushing upside, which we can't forget, similar to Hertz, which is why he makes a, a perfect backup for him. So I, I like Minshew a lot. He's a he's a great way to to kind of I don't know, maybe you get seventy to eighty percent of Hertz's production. And I think that'll that'll do that'll do the job for you, especially in DFS. So if I remember correctly, Gardner Minshew played last year against the Dallas Cowboys. He did. Um, and I remember and I'm trying to remember what the stats he put up in that game. I'm actually looking at And I, in terms of you're looking for guys, maybe not world on fire, he gave you 10, maybe anywhere like 10 to 90 points. I feel like she was a lot for that floor. You look at in Brock Purdy's situation, right? He's got Debo Samuel if he's healthy. But he's got Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, and Christian McCaffrey. You have Gardner Minshew driving the keys of the car with AJ Brown, Devonta Smith, and now Dallas Goddard coming off of IR. And then Miles Sanders, who has over a thousand yards and double digit touchdowns this season. I, I feel like Gardner Minshew can just drive that car effectively enough in what's supposed to be a high scoring game to to give I mean, you a, it's, a solid it's floor. We've seen him. Yeah. Sorry, like, go ahead, Dave. I think at this point. I was just going to say, I think at this point, if you're looking for the safest play, I would probably go Minshew. If you're looking for like the highest ceiling play, I might argue it still might be Minshew if everything goes right with that yeah. offense. I feel like he answers a lot of questions here. We've seen enough of Brady to know that, you know, especially not in a necessarily the best matchup, he's not going to win you anything. Road Jarrett Goff is off the table, I think, for all of us. And Brock Purdy, I think, is a better real life quarterback than fantasy quarterback. So, uh, I think we're both Minshew, Brad, and it sounds like you're leaning towards a little bit towards more uh, Brady, Mike. Yeah, and I understand it's not the the fun pick either. Brady's been kind of boring. I mean, for the last five weeks, he's put up, and we're talking about six point passing touchdown leagues. Um, he's been putting up more uh, what safe mm-hmm. safer lines. Like at least, I think at least twenty points in four of the last five weeks. So it's not mm-hmm. a sexy pick. It's not a fun pick. Minshew is the it's Minshew mania, man. I get it. I just I have a hard time. We're talking about a, a week, what week sixteen game, and the guy has given, like you mentioned, he's given the keys. It's almost being given the keys to a Corvette to a first time driver. He hasn't driven this offense at all yet. Is he going to be on the same page as, as his receivers? I know he's a veteran, but I just I have a hard time thinking that he could just step in and be 
that effective. I, I'll, I'll gladly eat crow and be wrong, and I'll take the L on this for sure if I am wrong. I just, I, I just, I don't mm-hmm. feel comfortable taking that gamble in my fantasy semifinals. If this was like week 13, week 14, even something leading into the playoffs, and I needed some upside, sure, but I have a hard time taking that type of gamble this at this point see maybe i'm playing it too safe i'm aware but no i, I feel like there's no safety i feel like the safety there isn't there for me in my opinion it's certainly mentioned is certainly a mystery box i'll give you that but the way i look at it is brady has demonstrated that his floor over the past i don't know four or five weeks is like 20 points it's mm-hmm. it's very low i i i mean or excuse me his ceiling is 20 <laughs> points so i i, I just if if Menchu, if you're going for the playoffs, you know this is this is your last shot. I tend to go higher variance, higher ceiling plays because at the end of the day, like it only takes one you know one great matchup for your opponent to beat you. So I, it's it's all higher ceiling for me. I, I usually that means rolling with your studs, but Tom Brady hasn't really been a fantasy stud this no, year. He's not a stud. I'll give you that. Like, and I do think it's closer than maybe I give it credit. I just have had a hard time adjusting to taking somebody who just hasn't we haven't seen anything we're just a, we're it's almost it's just a gamble and I, again i think right. i'm just risk adverse i think i'm just risk adverse is what that is i'm just i'm playing You're scared right. and you know what playing scared does it loses so maybe you shouldn't <laughs> listen to me <laughs> no i mean i think both are definitely the two best plays here for those again referencing gardner Minshew last year played in two games combined to throw four touchdowns and one interception over those two games average yeah, it averaged pretty much around like 215 passing yards per game in between those two games. So again, it's it's like a 215-ish yard, two touchdowns, which you guys would probably take that, I'm sure, in this situation. As long as he's running. Yeah. Just, can he, yeah. And he's and he had nine carries between those two games yeah. too. So I truly um, believe his floor is like half of Hertz production and his ceiling is like 70 to 80 percent. And to me, that's that's enough to roll yeah. the dice. But Mike I is right. It, it's a it's a risk. I have heard people basically saying, even if they don't need a quarterback, that they're picking up Gardner Minshew to block him from the Hurts well, owners this of week. Of course. Because they're that concerned yeah. that Minshew could actually do something. So for what it's worth, that's also something to consider. If Minshew's out there on your waiver wire and the Hurts manager is someone you're playing against, to pick up Gardner Minshew just to not give your opponent the possibility to have access to what could be in that box, which could that's be it. 80% of Jalen Hurts. That's exactly what I'm doing this week. I actually faced the Hertz uh, manager and I'm making a point to, I'm making some tough cuts because it's the semifinals. I'm the fourth seed playing the first seed and I'm trying to pick up as many quarterbacks as possible, mm-hmm. hoping that like, a, I get the one he wants and then B I get all the other ones he wants, or at least most of them <laughs> leaving him, leaving him stuck with like Zach Wilson types. You know what I mean? That's what I'm going for. Yeah. Although Zach Wilson managed to surprise last, I don't know. He sucks. Pisses me off that he did good. Well, good. Yeah. That's I good. Yeah. Be a fun Thursday night game this week, which oh, I guess yeah. we can get to, and we can talk about the Thursday night game, and then if more questions and other stuff come along, we can we can talk about that. Um, but we also didn't have the waiver wire show last night, so we can talk about guys, you know, being picked up too if, if those questions get asked. But I want to share the Thursday night betting screen. This is courtesy of FanDuel. We don't have John to do our disclaimer, so just know <laughs> you have to gamble responsibly here. But we have Jacksonville. Don't ever bet more than you can afford to lose, folks. That's exactly right. We have Jacksonville going to the New York Jets. The over or under, ladies and gentlemen, you're guessing 37 and a half. That's as low an over under as I think I've seen all season. Uh, it's supposed to be um, in the New York Jets, New York Giants area ish. And it's going to be pretty sloppy here 
on the East Coast Thursday, pretty much across the country all this week later in the week. But right around that Thursday to Friday, it's going to be like a monsoon out here. So yeah, wet game, Zach Wilson at quarterback at home. Um, this is not going to be pretty, ladies and gentlemen. I don't ever bet the under, but if I were ever considering betting the under on something, I would be at this game. Are you guys with me? 37 and a half. You going under on that? Go ahead. One hundred percent for me. Yeah, I, I, the way I look at it is, I don't trust Zach Wilson farther than I can throw him. To be honest, um, he had a a decent game last week, but a lot of his production was off of like these hail mary throws where he was just throwing it up there, and somehow you know magically it landed in the receiver's hands. Um, Garrett Wilson's a beast, but going against you know this these weather conditions and Zach Wilson, I. I just don't really want to touch the Jets offense. And the Jets defense is so solid that I'm not confident that Trevor Lawrence and, and you know, ETN and Christian Kirk, they're going to be able to move the ball on the Jets because no team has really been able to do it this year thus far. That's They probably have the best secondary in the entire league right now. Um, so I, I'm i probably happily taking the under. I, I agree with you. Um Mike, I want you to give us your over-under call and then also start us answering this question. You got to sit one from Jose here. Ezekiel Elliott, James Conner, or Zonovan Knight? Pull, pull PPR. You can sit one. Who's it going to be? All right. Well, the over-under, I'm with you guys. I Like you said, it's a really this is a tough under to bet on just because it's so low. But, man, <laughs> the weather conditions, we have to see what the weather conditions are. Obviously, just like you know, everyone overreacted to the Bills-Miami one, if the mm. weather conditions aren't as bad as we're expecting – this changes and I'm sure the line will shift as well. But as of right now, as expected, and again, I'm with you, Zach Wilson. I'm gonna, I'm full fade. Here, I have to look, I'd have to look more into that, but it goes back to fading the going back to fading that offense. And I think just based on the fact that I don't trust anything that has Zach Wilson involved, I'm gonna have to maybe sit night, I guess. I don't like yeah. that. I don't like having to sit him, but I feel like that's where you have to go. I agree with you. On a short week, 100%. he missed some of the game with injury last week. Michael Carter got more snaps. I think it's a scary proposition to sit Ezekiel Elliott or James Conner over uh, was on a night this week. So I think we're all with you on that one, Mike. And James says, <laughs> how far can you throw Zach Wilson for research purposes? I can't throw him at all, Jason. Can't throw him at all. Yeah. Sure. I wish we could throw a football. That'd be nice. So we all are on the under for the 37 and a half. Uh, for the total for that game, I'll tell you. We like. I even. I might even. I don't know what the um anytime touchdown odds are. I'm gonna if, pull that up in a second. If it's juicy enough, I would love to take a Jets defensive touchdown. Sprinkle a little bit of a, a Jets or a Jags. <laughs> Both Jets. Jets defensive <laughs> touchdown. A Jets defensive touchdown. Not the yeah. Jags with Zach Wilson there. No, because well, here's the problem. I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead, Mike. I was going to say the problem with betting against Zach Wilson is that it's not that he'll throw an interception. It's that he throws the ball just where no one's at. It's You can't <laughs> throw an interception if you can't throw it near the defenders either. It's just wild, though. I just, that's really all it is with Zach Wilson. It's just like I was watching the game last week, and there were some times when he was on the money, but most of the time it was like clearly just sailing over everyone or almost through a pick, but defenders couldn't get it. So that's where it's at. It's like, I don't know. I, I understand. Maybe you should bet against that. Maybe you should bet against. That's what I'm saying. Both defenses could score this game and i wouldn't be surprised if it was a low scoring game where defense kind of wins it and probably scores some points it's the jags yeah, at minus one and on a top half of that 
too much. On of top a gimme. of that, the bad weather, the bad weather. You know, you, you never fumble recovery. Could happen, really, fumble yeah. recovery. Trevor Lawrence has been a turnover machine as great as he's been. So I, I feel really comfortable comfortable with either of these defenses, but Jets in particular are stout against everybody. Now I have a question. Are what you do you like the minus one and Jones? a half of the Jags? Oh, I mean, he was three touchdowns last week and knocked some of us out of the playoffs because of that. Uh, I mean, if you have him, I feel like you have to start him at this point. I mean, right? it's hard I, not I mean, to. It it is gotta, hard not to, but if you have a comparable backup, I'm starting that. But like this game is just going to be so ugly. It it really uh, is. So it's just so hard. I mean, we're talking the worst week for Zay Jones in the last five weeks. He had seven targets and only two receptions. That was the game where uh, Lawrence went down to the half and then he came mm-hmm. back in, which we all thought he was actually really injured. But it's been mm-hmm. at least eight targets, at least six receptions in like those four out of the five weeks. The yards are there. The touchdowns have shown up last two weeks. Obviously, you can't bank on touchdowns, though. They're kind of fluky for the most part. But obviously, though, he's looking his way now. Jones is a tough sit, but I do agree. This it's, it's, it comes down to the weather, but I still think it's going to be hard. To, I'm trying to think of who I rather, and it's like yeah. I'd have to get some names thrown my way. But Zay Jones is still very much at the very least in the flex conversation. What's up, Chris? Thanks I've for never, checking in, and hanging with us. What's up, Chris? Sorry, go, so, I've never actually been a a start your studs guy. I've always been a matchup guy. Um, I'm out of the playoffs right now, so maybe that says enough. But uh, <laughs> listen, between I, me and you, like you know, you take the risk on Minshew, I'll take Brady, but I'll start yeah. my studs and you're starting you're like the two of us. I think there's like there's a there's a happy medium here between the two of us right now. Or or it'll just yeah. be Jared Goff that goes off, and we'll both be oh, wrong. definitely Jared Goff <laughs> yeah. and DJ Shark, two guys you're sitting this week, yeah, definitely DJ plus, Shark for sure. Plus six fifty for the Jets defense. I would have preferred something like plus one thousand, but I know it, you know lines are plus six fifty is even you know showing how how they're looking at this because that's really short odds for a defense to score. What up, Rig man? We missed you last week. Glad you're uh, here. Hope you're having a great Rigged. holiday season. It's our guy. Um, so I haven't scrolled down to the Jags yet. I was wondering where the Jags is going to be. That's and probably going to be a better value. It's plus seven hundred, so it's pretty comparable. <laughs> Is like what's once we get to the a thousand plus Jamichael Hasty. So if anything happens to Travis ETN, Jamichael Hasty's at plus a thousand. Um, Maybe you could take a a uh, a punt return or a kickoff return. I don't know who the returner is, but that could be a sneaky a sneaky anytime play. Dan Arnold, if something happens to Evan Ingram, twenty four hundred. These are these odds are like the Thursday night odds, man. You could talk Thursday. yourself into any player prop, any one. I, know. I've I love seen, I've seen you do it. I've seen you do it, Mandy. <laughs> I love them, man. Like I don't, well, I don't usually bet lines. I don't bet you lines. Str- I, you struck pretty good this year on that. Oh, was it? Who was it? Greg Dulich, was it? Greg Dorch won me uh, Dorch. one. I'm mixing Hunter Henry won me here. a good one, Dorch. and then I nearly won a, a 10K one the other day that Slayton is down <laughs> up by 20 yards. Uh, oh. Darius Slayton will forever be banned from any money of mine. Slayton. 20 yards, 20 yards missing out on 10K, man. It was you should, that, you should have been on Richie James. I don't know what his line was. I should but. have just bet on um, Dotson because I had his touchdown, anytime touchdown, and I just didn't use his yeah. yardage prop because I thought it might be like a goal line touchdown. Um, so Chris does ask, can he pick up Trevor Lawrence to play Thursday in the rain or possibly Minshew, Purdy, Carr, or Rodgers to wait out until Saturday in case Hurts is actually healthy by then? I don't think Jalen like Hurts Minshew plays or Rodgers, to be honest. I, is it simple enough where we just say yeah. pick up Gardner Minshew and then if Hurts plays, you play Hurts, and if he doesn't, you play Minshew? Because I, I feel like that's where I would yes. lean here. 100%. 
That's kind of yeah, the answer. It's looking like he with. might even play. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You have whichever quarterback, and then if we get news by Saturday, he's not going to play. Then you got the backup, who's very capable of being stable enough. I would like Lawrence the best here, but the only problem is that rain. I think is going to literally be one of those games. It's like a nine to six game. I'm really yeah. concerned it turns out that way, so I, I can't play Trevor Lawrence this week. Do they have the? Uh, do they have an alternate total on there? Uh, let me see an alternate total. I would love to Watch. see what like a twenty alternate point. total points. You guys already know yeah. what's going to happen. We're going to get full faded on Thursday night, and not like in a good way. We're going to like <laughs> not like we're getting drunk and partying because we were right. No, like we're gonna like, we're gonna see like a shootout, like a thirty-five yeah. to forty-two shootout. Oh and my the, god! And Wilson Wilson's going to go off for like four touchdowns, all passing. Yep. Yeah. But 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 somehow Garrett Wilson will do slipping. nothing. Like, like what would you guys? <laughs> Would you guys bet on nine and a half on under nine and a half for plus eight thousand? <laughs> That's the kind of juice that I'm talking about. I mean, Holy I, moly! I you could still get under eleven and a half. Look at that, man! Plus even plus four thousand at thirteen and a half. What did Those you say, under, Mendy? Nine to six. Nine to six, so it'd be fifteen right, points. Let's look at let's look at sixteen or fifteen. So I mean, fifteen and a half is plus three thousand. What's under thirty? Even like under thirty, I feel like you're still gonna get really solid odds. Giving giving away seven and a half points, uh, you might get oh well, not as good as I was hoping. Twenty nine and a half no. plus two ninety. What's, uh, what's, what's twenty five and a half for six hundred? I like that. Twenty five and a half plus six hundred. That's so under that's twenty. Even, that's that's could, assuming three touchdowns. I, I like that and fifteen a and a half. I, I kind of like that. <laughs> plus that's, 3, it's 000, interesting. Man. That's where the. Uh, that's where the over starts as well. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of funny. Uh, Rick says Mike White not ready to practice yet. He should be starting if he's back after one. They already ruled him out for this week, I believe. I don't even they think did. he. Yeah. So like, it's crazy he went back into that game and he's been ruled out the next two weeks <laughs> after. Yeah, basically he could have punctured a lung, like they yeah. need the rib to set. So it's I I'm I have the cold take that I believe all sports doctors are bad doctors. Like anybody that clears any athlete to play with the kind of injuries they get, I don't know. That's not that's not doing no harm to me, but that's a we that's a personal that, take. We could see that I mean when he got bent in half like a folding chair, like yep. why is he out there? And having like three separate times in the same game. Those guys and, are uh, gladiators. And uh, Rick says, Brad, I would stay away from Jets D this week. Trevor is hot. He might torch Jets this week. All right. Mm. He's he's on the other side of our, our unders. This is what right, makes I feel like market, you and Rigged, right? you and Rigged always have good head-to-heads. I need to know what like the, the uh who's won more. We should got to keep track Our of it. I was gonna say if, if this is a common occurrence starting next year, starting next year, keep a tally, keep a running tally. Rigged in our Rigged, Discord Rigged beat had, me like, in our EV Junior. What I was, I was gonna say Rigged beat me in our our fantasy league this year, so he's got the <laughs> he's got the head to head so far. Yeah. Rick always coming here with some good takes. Um I mean, this game's gonna be ugly. I think that the fun part now is deciding if we want to go under 15 and a half points or not <laughs> for plus 3000 odds. I, I do like those odds, but that's a very, I don't know. It's I'd, I'd have to see what the, I almost want to bet now because as the, the weather comes, the forecast comes closer and it, it starts to look worse and worse. Those yeah. odds are going to go down. That's why I like, I'm like, I mean, for those that don't know, plus 3000, 10 wins, $300. So ten dollars to throw at it can win you three hundred. If you're really ballsy and throw a hundred, you could win a three thousand dollars. I, I, I mean, tell that, you that's what, pretty, the eleven and a half really looks good. <laughs> I don't. That's 
that 11 and a half is going really ballsy plus 8,000. Is it though? Is it really? Like if you, if you think the jets are horrible in a bad weather game. Yeah. That's it, a nine to, it, that's yeah, a nine to three. That's a six to three game. Essentially six to three. And it's also in a game where we're calling a potential defensive touchdown. So it's, it's probably way too low. Plus 8,000 is, is, you know, that's yeah. kind of suck rides there, but, but it's juicy. It really is. And uh, Riggs says, I'm with you, Brad. NFL team docker is paid under the table. <laughs> Probably <laughs> is, honestly. Or they're part of the fix. Like, okay, well, let's, we'll, let them, we'll let them back in knowing that they're going to lose the game now because we need to get this line covered. That's uh-huh. right. I mean, there's, I mean, who would say there's something with that Patriots game because that touchdown took the Patriots money line went away. Yeah, that was going to be my game. wow moment. Yeah, we didn't even get to your wow. I'm sorry, Brad. No, no, no. <laughs> we just we just brought it up. But I'm curious, you know, another wow moment I would have had is kind of how two has looked um the last two weeks. Um, Mike, you're you're a Dolphins fan, I think. So I, I'm curious, you know, what you make of it. It it looks to me that he is one of the most accurate quarterbacks in the league when the pocket is clean, but when he's under pressure, that's when it starts to to get a little iffy and he's he's not even making, you know, progressions past past the past Tyreek Hill because we're seeing like Waddle get two catches. So uh, I'm curious what what you're making of it since you're watching a little closer. That's, I mean, that's pretty much what I'm seeing. Not to mention he can't hit a deep ball for his life. You see these big, these big catches are like intermediate throws. Maybe, you know, maybe some deep ish, but he'll underthrow them and then Hill will just make that play or Waddle will make that play that, that he did. Like he dropped a beautiful ball into Hill, uh, into Hill's hands in the end zone last week. That was one of those like medium throws. It's like not quite deep pass. But in the Waddle play, Waddle was just kind of wide open over the middle, and he just kind of hit him, but wasn't even fully in stride. At least from what I mm-hmm. thought I saw. So it's like that's where he comes up short. Is like yeah, sure he can crush those short passes. He has great accuracy. He can even throw on the run. He just can't like that downhill game isn't his strength. He's just for he's very fortunate to have two receivers that are some of the best playmakers in the game right now. And they need to line that poster. Yeah. <laughs> He's fast. Yeah, uh, we do. This offense is electric, but it's in. I feel like it's almost in spite of Tua, and in, in a in a, in, a, in a sense, in a sense, because Tua is a good quarterback. It feel he feels like a Alex Smith type, without but but just has the weapons and that's a good comparison. Uh, that's kind of where I where I see him. It's I see that type of game manager that, that but he has weapons that can kind of take him over the top. And he's not afraid to throw the deep ball compared to Alex Smith. So there's a little difference there, obviously. But the issue is, is I'm sure you've seen it. We've we've seen massive underthrows, or it's just it's underthrown just a little bit where the receiver can make the catch. So I feel like that's all we see though. We rarely we never see him overthrow. I've never seen him overthrow anyone. I don't think he can. If, <laughs> I think oh. I think you guys are definitely gonna stick with Tua next yeah. year. But if if you yeah. were not, who would who would be a comfortable upgrade for you? Who's available, to be honest? I don't even know the free agent class next year or the yeah. um, I, be- I think or are you gonna like, say Dave? I would say I, I think they're I can't see being they're a free agent that's an upgrade unless you view like Derek Carr, who's a free agent no. this year. Uh, somebody you, you, you give Carr weapons and he still doesn't know what to do with them. So no, I don't yeah. want that. Do you want Garoppolo? <sighs> I think he's worse than Tua. I, I think I yeah, too. I don't think there's much of a difference there, to be honest, either with the depending on the system, because we know Garoppolo could probably run the system well. Yeah. That's what we Would see. We see Garoppolo Brady? running systems. No, see, no, I think Brady. That's a good one because Brady is a free agent. Um, I don't know, man. He's going going to the. He's going to the Niners, I think. But we're but we're also seeing what Brady that that makes the most sense probably. But we're also seeing what Brady's doing with weapons this year. I don't know 
what better weapons mm-hmm. are going to do for him. He's obviously past his prime at this point, too. I think I'm going to stick with two. I do think two is a solid quarterback. He's definitely in the top half. It's just that one of those things where he, he lacks that it factor. He doesn't have like, and honestly, back when we were going for Deshaun Watson before the whole Watson issues and all that, Watson is the type of quarterback where you give him Watson, good Watson. Obviously he's been trashed since he returned, but um, that type of quarterback where he has the arm, the accuracy and all this, the, that's obviously something that's once in a lifetime type of quarterback you'd find again, pre his issues and pre all that. And then well, that's the type of fit that's the type of fit that we would like but that's not good we can't find that that's not something you just find off waiver wire anymore and well, the guy was going to trade then. that would you would you take a uh, a rocket arm quarterback that can run like an anthony richardson but is a rookie see no i can't take a rookie tua? give me two yeah, because okay, i think I we're, we're we're too we're too built to win now we're too built yeah, to win yeah. now we're, we're trading away our assets too in terms of draft picks um we are built to win now, and we're signed. Yeah, no, give me Tua. I'd rather have the the veteran arm and another system, another year in the system. Arm strength can still be. I mean, he's still young enough where arm strength can still be picked up on too. I feel like not like yeah. it could be massively uh, improved, but you know, a little bit of offseason conditioning. Why can't it get a little better, right? Yeah, I, I, yeah. Break Brady to your Niners. You would love that. I know you would. I, I didn't want to say with the water bet though. Are we good for that for this week? Mike going with Brady and and me and Brad on Minshew and see who. Uh, take that water bed. i like that i like that oh man <laughs> i'm not terribly <laughs> confident in the pick i just wanted i just want playing it safe and you guys get the fun ceiling i'm almost rooting for you i don't know what the water bed is but i'm almost rooting against myself here Come over says, to the dark two, side. two is getting the bag mcdaniels loves him is that true mike does mcdaniels love Tua? it seems like he does based on how he talks to him yeah mcdaniels i feel like mcdaniels just loves everybody though isn't it like that's kind yeah, of like I, he, I love that guy man he's the i'm so happy we got him as head coach i was actually a little upset at the firing of uh flores but mm-hmm. not anymore you know like I, at first i was like why did we fire him and then we got then we got mcdaniels i'm like oh okay and now i really like i really like how i've seen him as a coach and he's a player's coach too like you don't get that these days the it's, ceiling it, on the team is a lot higher with mcdaniels's offense yes. than it was with flores's defense oh, absolutely and but um, the thing was is i didn't see us getting i didn't see us actually we when's the last time miami had a head coach you're like wow that's a good fit i was again mm-hmm. i was playing it safe uh, this is like Minshew and brady all over again i was afraid of what the future held for miami because we all we do is fail <laughs> which position group do you want for uh miami mike or do you worry about the front the line or the secondary for their defense i mean their secondary has been getting smoked all year feels like yeah but uh, brian uh, brian jones right is there a corner he was he's been out all year he was one of their high-priced free agent ads a couple of years ago and you uh, see like, what this offensive line looks like with Terry and Armstead not at 100%. Oh, my God. It's a whole different team. Uh, <sighs> I, I do want to real quick run the through pain. before we get out of here. <laughs> run through uh, the, the – I want to go through the spreads real quick. And you guys just give me which one you want to close out the show. Giants plus three and a half in Minnesota. You taking Giants or Vikings? I, I, this Giants. feels like a trap. Yeah, this feels like a trap bet either way. Why, uh, why the Giants? I, I can't. They suck so bad. <laughs> they so they're, like the they're, they're almost they're almost they're a bigger fraud than the Vikings. Like <laughs> the Vikings use up all their magic last week. No, but did the but the Giants did they they made the playoffs? Like what? <laughs> what? Yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna take I'm gonna lay the points, but I'm not confident. But I'm gonna take the, it's the home team with the points. I'll lay the points. I'll just I, I say I'm it. with the Vikings on that one. Saints at Browns. Saints are two and a half point underdogs. Brad, Saints or Browns? 
I'll take the Browns with the points on that one. Yeah. They are the over under in this game is 31 and a half. That is unreal. <laughs> oh How's the weather God. there? Cleveland's got to be. I might take that week. under too. That's gosh, that please. I, I don't want red zone going to that game at all. Uh, <laughs> I, I think, think I will take, I think I'll take the, the saints in this one. Boo. These are, these lines are so close to you. I don't even, yeah. That you look at, look at the odds like minus it's practically even money. Give me the uh, at that point. Give me the home team is why that's how I look at it. You know how about that's Detroit Detroit Lions two and a half point favorites at Carolina. I think two and a half for the Panthers here or for the Lions is too juicy. I would have thought too. I would have. I thought I thought it would be like six or seven. For that's the what Lions. I'm saying. I, I, I love. I definitely that. like the Lions. These are. This, I'm with you guys, but it's it's a trap. Like we all know, it's a trap. <laughs> yeah. Bengals three and a half point favorites at New England. I'm taking Cincinnati. Hmm. Yeah, dude. I'm gonna. I'm Home gonna come with you. I'm, I'm Home underdogs. Yeah. I don't <laughs> New know. York Giants are no fraud. They beat the Commanders the best D, according to Brad. I heard. <laughs> I don't think I said that. I don't know. Riggs is a good memory. I, I feel like maybe you could have said that early in the season with their line or something. No, maybe earlier in the season I might have said something like that. But it's definitely the Broncos and 49ers this year. Yeah. Um, we, so I said when Bengals, where'd you guys go? I'm, I'm with you, Bengals. I think I, I think I'll go Bengals as well. Buffalo eight and a half point favorites at Chicago. Chicago just played the Eagles tough last week. I think actually I'm gonna take the Bears here. Too many points for the Bears. I'm taking the yeah. Bears. I'm with you guys. Bears at home. Plus, again, if the weather's bad, I feel like that always gives up. Well, never mind. The Bills playing bad weather too. But I'm gonna take the Bears at home after what we saw last week. The Houston Texans, five-and-a-half-point dogs at Tennessee. Derrick Henry has had over 210 yards in four straight games against the Houston Texans, nine touchdowns over those four games. I'm really curious to see what his player props are going to be when they come out. I, I'm taking the Titans here, and I'm taking the points, five-and-a-half for the this, Titans. This Texans team has been a nuisance over the past two weeks, keeping up they with have. the Chiefs and the Cowboys. I, I think I might I might take five and a half on the Texans. Oh, I'm gonna take the Titans. I can't tell the Texans are alternating quarterbacks like mid game. Like who does that? This isn't like Wildcat yeah. stuff. It, it blows my mind right. that, that this is happening in 2022. But uh, and, yeah, I, I can't I can't bet on a team doing that ever. Rigged has Pats taken down the Bengals this week. You heard course. it there first. I haven't seen that yet. So that Rigged got that inside scoop there. Seattle Seahawks nine and a half point dogs at Kansas City. I'm actually taking the Seahawks here with the points. The Chiefs play with their food too much, and it's going to be a close game, I think, till the I end agree. of the fourth quarter. I, I can't lay that many points. As much as I want to, I can't lay that many points, even with Tyler Lockett out, which, yeah. by the way, if you want to talk about Rewire real quick, Marquise Goodwin's obviously the next man up there. And yeah. talk about splash upside, big time. If you want to take a shot in deeper league, great. That's the guy I would go for because they got to somebody. They're, I mean, it's going to be, it has, it's likely to be a shootout. Just makes sense. Yeah, I, I'm with you 100%. Next one, Falcons, seven and a half point dogs at Baltimore. I think I'm taking the Falcons here. I think Lamar might Tyler be back Huntley. this week, though. Is he? I no, I don't know that it's it's certain, but he's Saw been week to that. week, and I think he's I think he's getting close. Um I might I might take the the Ravens at seven and a half before the Lamar news comes in. I'm Maybe has it. I'm trying to find if there's anything. Oh, I pick. Of course, I looked it up real quick and I picked up the Bears. Lamar Jackson didn't realize that, that was a thing. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> it, it was waived. That's like the Bears. Adrian Peterson. 
Yeah, it's there. It is. I'm trying. I just want to get some actual news here because I know we saw he didn't practice today. Um, but the stars are getting days off on Tuesdays this week, so that's yeah. sweet. So it was just something worth mentioning. Um, yeah, you guys, I, I'm not gonna pick that game. I'm I'm chickening out. That's a tough one. I don't. Okay. <laughs> I don't blame you. Next one, Commanders at Niners. Niners seven and a half point favorites. I will take the Niners here. Yeah. By the I think half I'll a take point. the Niners too. By the half a point. Come on, just by the half a point. But yeah, I'll take them regardless. <laughs> Eagles with right now, it looks like Gardner Minshew. That's why the, Dallas is five and a half point favorites. If Gardner Minshew starts, I think I will take the Eagles here. I actually think the Eagles win this game. It's the Cowboys. All they know how to do is disappoint. Yeah, I'm with you. Eagles. Yeah. All right, we're on our Chris, or I think this is one of our last games. The Raiders, the Raiders at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh are two and a half point favorites. I think the Raiders actually win this game, so I'm going to go Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> Steelers. Are I'm terrible. with you on that. Although, although I mean, Trubisky's not in this week, right? Uh, what's his face is back, but yeah. still, I don't think I it matters. Still <laughs> yeah, yeah I know. I'm trying, trying to trying to give reasons for optimism, but I'm with you guys. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, is that it? Is that the last game? Packers. I think it is. Packers at Dolphins, but that's I think next week that's next did we already no i no, no 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 i'm sorry we didn't we, yeah, we didn't get that i was like we haven't talked to the dolphins yet all right pa- uh, packers and dolphins uh, dolphins four and a half point favorites give me the dolphins here dolphins at, at home at yeah home. i think i'm taking the packers i just i <sighs> two it does not look good with pressure i think that's the key all right Let's keep everything next, short and over the middle denver broncos yeah. at rams to ugly versus ugly this game is atrocious too um Broncos are two and a half point favorites here. Take the unders. Don't even bet the, on. I'm taking game. the Broncos. I'm taking the Broncos just because they. Well, we just got actually word that just came out while you were uh, while we we're recording. Um, the center Brian Allen and Ben Skavernek. Oh, I always mess up his name. Ben Skavernek. They're, they're yeah. They're both out for the rest of the season with calf strains. Is so, Russ wow. back this I'll, week? I'll take the Broncos. I think Russ is back this week too. That's the big thing. Yeah, Broncos then. All right. Tampa Bay at Arizona, Tampa Bay, six and a half point favorites. I will take Tampa Bay, especially if it's third string quarterback here for the Cardinals, which is, I believe, um, oh my God, it's a, it's a cool name. Trace, Trace McSorley, Trace McSorley. Yeah, McSorley. Yeah, that's why. And it Four goes back to, hey, back I'm chasing, I'm chasing yeah. uh, Brady. I'm chasing Brady. I'm telling you, it's, it's redemption week. He has to make a point that he's not washed. I'm telling you. <laughs> Last game, Chargers at the Colts. Chargers three and a half point favorites. I will take the Chargers. Yeah, that's a that's a small line for them. I'll take the Chargers. Yeah, definitely with you guys. All right. Well, we just ran through all the games. We looked at the spreads. Those will obviously change from now until Sunday. We are recording on Tuesday, but that's how we're looking at it right now. If you guys are enjoying the betting content, the fantasy content, answering questions, and all of the above, make sure you guys follow the show on Twitter at Trip Play Fantasy. Make sure you follow me at Dmendio Two and our guy Brad who, when he does go on Twitter, drops some good knowledge, at Sir Bradley K. Mike, thank you for coming on the show tonight, dude, because uh, this is first time talking football, I think, on here. I'm pretty sure. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, obviously, people can hear. You got uh, tons of knowledge. Please, again, plug the great stuff you're doing for Getting the Edge, The Athletic, everything you're doing right now, Twitter handle, all the stuff so people know. Well, of course, you can check me out on Twitter at Mike underscore Curland. And again, the YouTube, Gaining the Edge YouTube is where I do most of my football content right now. And the video just, oh, it's going live in 10 minutes. So perfect. So 7.30 Eastern Tuesday. So if you're listening to this later, it's live now. 
live for you to go check out. But uh, yeah, I drop a lot of stuff there. But fantasy football wise, obviously on Twitter, you can ask me your questions. I'll get I'll get to them right away. I'm actually always on there because I have an addiction. Um, <laughs> gaining the edge. Uh, otherwise, though, fantasy baseball focused. If you're into fantasy baseball or you're thinking about getting into it, hit us up on Twitter. We'll gladly answer your questions there too. Because um, that's you know it's it's there's a way to transition into baseball. I promise you, baseball is not as boring as people make it th- make you think it is. It has it can be fun. Come over to the this is the uh, football's the dark side come over to the bright side of things you know football twitter man that's something else but anyway yeah appreciate you guys ha- appreciate you guys having me on it's a lot of fun um first time i've been nervous to be on a podcast in a long time and it's because really? i'm out of well i'm out of my element dude football yeah. isn't my you know football is not my first thing you know so it's like i have to get my sea legs so i appreciate you letting me be on and uh yeah i got a chance to be nervous for the first time in a while you were a natural Brad, man Brad didn't show i'm just Brad. a talker dude i could talk away i could i could bs my way out of anything pretty much these days <laughs> Rig man, we want to say Merry Christmas to you too. Season's great. Rig, you're one of the best parts of Triple Play, your engagement and hanging out with us each week. So ha- Merry you, Christmas to you. Blessings to all your family. Want to get Rigged. you on the show one day. I was going to say, Rigged, I don't know you. First time, obviously, seeing you in the chat and all that. But honestly, man, people like you are what make live streaming and this fantasy stuff amazing like we appreciate guy people like you so much. So I, I know they're thankful, but I want you to know that they're serious. Like this isn't, they're not blowing smoke. You, what your interaction and your level of commitment to watch and all that means so much to all of us like stuff like that is just awesome so it i really say thank does. you on behalf of them too he's an a1 day one i'm gonna buy him uh one of these days i gotta buy him some gear i'm gonna send some gear to his house that's a great idea yeah. uh but i want to get him on a show first one day he, he's been dodging coming on i want to i want to get you on here and uh yeah i gotta get I respect Mike that he likes to stay behind the scenes we'll he, just send him stuff and let him let him hang out Rig, uh, drop us uh in the discord send myself or brad a private message and give us your address because i'm going to send you a couple some swag for the holidays appreciate all your that hat david's wearing that hat that maybe got the sweatshirts i was all geared out today and uh yeah Brigman, you're the man everybody that tunes in every single week we appreciate you guys make sure you guys subscribe to the youtube channel make sure you guys are following on twitter make sure you guys are just being active in the fantasy sports space because to be honest it's escape away from reality that's why we love it so much jobs family whatever it is that's causing stress at that moment it's kind of for you so appreciate you guys spending some time with us each and every week but for that have a merry christmas have a happy holidays whatever you celebrate we'll be back with you guys next tuesday to do the fantasy finals but until then we're going to make like a bread truck and we're going to haul these buns talk to you guys next week